and welcome, folks, to episode. Oh, bugger! What episode number is this? Is it fifty-four? Feels right. We'll do that. Hello and welcome, folks, to episode fifty-four of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known as True Mister Six Online, and with me today I have Andy, aka Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson, and there's a reason why you said that. Was well, indeed because of the birthday bash where I played my Agents of Shield team. Yes, I'll tell you all about that later. Not just Agents of Shield team. You got the big up on the CR. I don't know if you saw their episode last week, but you got the big up for playing not just Agents of Shield but a Shield Agents of Shield team. Did I? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, well, obviously, I always watch it, so um, I must have just you know nodded off when they were talking about me. I will rewatch it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that reminds me. I need to sort out Mike Spoon. Who's Mike Spoon? Mike, Mike Ingledew. He got the spoon for the most steamy team. <laughs> I thought you meant there was someone called Mike Spoon. No, no. I need to sort Ryan's out as well. Uh, get that in the post. He'll be very pleased to hear that that's not gone yet. However, Ryan, I'm sorting out a few little extra surprises to go in yours. <laughs> Just waiting for the dog. Yeah. <laughs> And whether it will get through customs. Yes, boys and girls, here we are. The Ministry of Dice are uh, back once again, like the Renegade Masters. Beatbot Damager. Power to the people. people. It's been two weeks already. Can you believe it? I can't believe it, but to, to, to derail us and about that song. <coughs> oh, yeah. Back, back when I was 16 and my mate, Pete, he just got his driver license uh, and he had a Nissan Micra. And we also bought these guns from Toys R Us, which were goo guns. I don't know. Do you remember them? No, I don't remember those. So basically they were super soakers, but you put this powder in the water to make it like slime. Right. And so we spent like the good part of the summer holiday driving around Southampton, drive by gooing people. (laughs) (laughs) With that. And and the reason I remembered it was because we used to have that on repeat on the CD player, the CD single sure uh, this of course is because little known fact for the listeners there that you you were in fact uh, so dj wildchild he, he comes from around your way doesn't he and you you were in fact the inspiration for the phrase renegade master largely based on the fact that you used to walk backwards down the road isn't that true it, it is true it's kind of true i am actually dj wildchild oh that's a well you kept that one secret from me i didn't even i didn't even know that it's a very little known fact there you go in fact, my middle name is Wild Child. Where, <laughs> amongst many others. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, I completely derailed it then, but that was fun. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, goo guns. There we are, folks. Goo so, guns. Yeah, drop us a line and let us know if you used to play with goo guns. But did you get gooed in Southampton in 1996? <laughs> I did so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, uh, what have you been up to this last two weeks, my good man, since we last spoke? What have I been up to? Well, we played the MOT, MOT, PDA, P, oh, I'm tired. MOD, PDM, O. Yeah. In, in conjunction, is that a word? In yeah, conjunction with CR Game Room, yeah, uh, the birthday bash, yeah, it's got more names coming, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> which is a single was a single affili- affiliation. Oh Christ Almighty, a single il- affiliation. Would you like me to jump in? No, I've got this. You got it. <laughs> I've got this. I can swing this dead horse. You can do it. I believe in you. A single <laughs> affiliation. Dice Masters Online Tournament, which was a one-day affair over the course of five rounds. 
<laughs> yes, it was. Well, we both played in it, of course. Um, I had a, I, I thought it was a belting day. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cracking. I really enjoyed it, yeah. How many players did we have in the end? 14? Oh, it feels like ages ago. But, um, yeah, it was it was, a, it was a fair number, wasn't it? It was, it was a good a good crack. Yeah, we had a few, we had a few people had to kind of um, call it a day early because certainly over the water, it was it started in the afternoon. They had things going on, which is you know, just par for the course, isn't it? But, yeah, I had a cracking day. And you, as you mentioned before, played your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team. I did indeed. Got that out. I played it before at the MOD PDM up in Element Games uh, last, no, early this year, in February, I think. So brought that back out to give it another well. Brilliant team to play. Not a great team to win. Uh, but um, that's fun. Done that. I've played <coughs> a fair whack of Apex Legends. Oh, you've been on the solo modes. I've, I've played a few solo games. I am. I've figured out. I am rubbish at aiming. I'm rubbish at shooting. I'm rubbish at killing people. I'm ru- rubbish at getting the angles. But I am god-given genius <laughs> at running away, hiding. <laughs> <laughs> literally running away and hiding like top two three times in a row really what just by hiding out literally by running and hiding well i'll tell you what the hardcore wouldn't be very happy with you well that's like frowned, seriously frowned upon behavior yeah but a guy's got to do what a guy's got to do yeah to get the daily challenges to get yeah. the points uh, absolutely but yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a master if, if there's ever comes a time when we get dumped into a uh, uh, Hunger Games scenario I'll be, yeah. be alright until the last two and I just need to like I hope that someone slips <laughs> <laughs> does himself a bit of an injury and I'll be alright banana skins everywhere and hide <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. a volunteer tribute uh, <laughs> So yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. It's been fun playing with Javier and Lee. We spoke about Javier before. Sure. Uh, does a sterling job. Him Hello, and his Javier. wife getting the uh, well, I say him and his wife. It's mostly his wife putting the episodes on the YouTube channel. Yeah, one of uh, one of the other secret members of the ministry. Yeah, uh, and running around shooting each other. There's talk that we might try and put some on Twitch. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go see see what it works. See, see what. Or how it works out. I'm hoping someone more technically minded would do it. Yeah, so all fun. Other games. I've not really done a lot of other games, if I'm honest. Um, mostly been doing that and working. Yeah, sure. You've had a. You've been working hard lately. Yeah, like a dog. Like a dog. How about you, mate? Oh, how about me? Well, uh, so the birthday bash. I played a bat family team. That's um, a good one as well. Uh, yeah, it was all right. I mean, I don't even know the placements. I couldn't even tell you where I ranked, but I won a couple of rounds, lost a couple of rounds. It's all good. I, I wasn't really in it to play. I was just like socialising and stuff. Um, so I had a great time playing folks from all over the world, just chatting. I bought some wine. I had a few, had a few vinos as we were playing along. Partied like it was my birthday. I'd say I was pretty drunk by the end. Yeah, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Yeah, when we got together in the uh, Dice Coalition room. Room at the end there, I was like, "What is it? What? Where am I? What's going on?" But it was about near like two a.m. for us by that point, wasn't it? Um, or one a.m. Well, somewhere between one and two. Yeah, just goes to show. Uh, but the Bat Family team, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I used uh, the promo Robin from the animated series set. Uh, and if you go and watch the YouTube videos that were recorded uh, that I played, 
um, against a couple of individuals. You'll hear me say many times over, I've had my eye on this card for, you know, all drunkenly like, I've had my eye on this card for ages, but I could only ever play it in a single affiliation event. So clearly I wanted everyone to know that that was what that was going on with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just really fun to play that. Uh, and then uh, I've not done much Dice Masters down at the local store because I've had a little bit of a holiday, been out to Wales. Ooh, very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, took the kids away to West Wales. Lovely over there. Uh, we got relatives over there, so we've visited some relatives. Uh, but it meant I got a lot of non-Dice Masters gaming in. So I've played a bit of uh, Azul this week. I've played a little bit of uh, You've Got Crabs this week. Played mm. a bit of... Uh, what else have we played? Oh, um, that uh, PlayStation one. That's You. Have you seen that? That's pretty good. That's You? Yeah, it's like a party game, so it's on the PlayStation. I think you can get it on the Xbox too. You download an app, and then it just sort of instructs you to do different things. So it's like take a selfie, and then your selfie will go to someone else in the in the game, and you'll keep you'll get someone else's, and, it, and you'll use an iPad or a phone, and you'll, you'll say make them look like a pirate, and you'll draw like doodles over their face to make them look like a pirate and stuff. Oh, that sounds cool. I have to have a look at that. Yeah, that's you. It's called lots of lots of the, the app's free. Uh, I think the game's pretty cheap, and uh, so that was kind of fun. A bit of Pokemon cards with the kids. That's um, so. If anyone's been following on Insta, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet on the podcast. Even not. <clears throat> so Harrison, young Harrison, uh, mini Mister Six, had a, a birthday not a short while ago, and one of his presents from one of his little mates at his party was a Pokemon sealed deck. Uh, but one Pokemon sealed deck is no good. So I then went out and bought another one um, that we could uh, like his sister could use and stuff like mini miss six yeah and um and that's since grown we now have four set decks in the house because he's since spent some of his pocket money on some and so is his sister and they've really gone for it they love playing pokemon cards cool that's good yeah the future is bleak our man jordo uh jordo joke the other day that we'll be seeing the so in addition to the ministry of apex that's coming down the pipeline um <laughs> that there'll be a what did he call it ministry of pokeballs or something um so i've been playing a little bit of that although to be fair they, they get it out and just play against each other now they don't they don't need my involvement quite so much you've got to catch them all <laughs> yeah and i got a couple of new games for my birthday as well so i've got mind um, or The mm-hmm. Mind, which is what I've had my eye on for a little while. That was a recommendation for our man Isaac over at the Gaming with Sidekicks. And then a copy of The Hand of the King, the Game of Thrones game, which was a recommendation that you gave me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's very good. It's cool, isn't it? With the little cards and you put them all out. Uh, it's well, like being I'm, right up your street. Yeah, I've not actually played it yet. I only opened it the other day, but my sister-in-law and brother-in-law bought it for me because uh, after you mentioned it, I dropped it on my Amazon wish list and they spied it on there and went out and got it for me. Yeah, And then I've got another one on the way, but it's it's not arrived yet, but I've used a bit of cash that was given by my mum and dad uh, to get it. Um, so I saw this one at the UK Games Expo, not this year, but the year before. And it's been um, a, a really like super high price for ages and it's called uh, beasts of balance and it was like a 70 quid game so when i saw it at the expo i was like no thanks no thanks it's 29 quid on amazon right now beasts of balance yeah so it's, really, it's got like an app and you and um there's a base and you put these pieces out and you, you have to balance the pieces and um it's sort of there's something that tells you what pieces you need to put on uh, but the app scores it up and has like a bit of a like a bit of a story that it develops as you yeah i've seen that yeah you, <laughs> yeah you have to put the animals on top of each other yeah that's right yeah so it was like a, a, the base set 70 quid normally it's 29 quid on amazon right now 
that's good. So I couldn't say no to that, so I used a bit of my birthday cash off, off my mum and dad for that. So there you go. So yeah, lots of kind of gamey stuff going on. Some new games that I'll have to get get into. Uh, and been playing a few games just to pass the time while we've been on our Ollie Bobs. Cool. With the Pokemon. Yeah, man. Hit eBay up for some uh, cheap, cheap hooky super rares. Oh, geez, man. Yeah, I had a look at that because you mentioned this to me uh, a couple of days back. And it's 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 a minefield. You're like, this is a black hole that we could dangerously disappear into. But they're cheap. Yeah, sure. So I'm thinking, though, I might just keep the keep the kids on the set decks for now. Not go into the, the kind of... Well, you wait. Those... those um like presentary sets are quite good for birthdays and stuff and you get the giant card and the packs and the rare and oh uh, yeah i've seen one like a detective pikachu one i think hanging around because the film's out recently yeah they, they make quite nice presents yeah and it's, yeah and it's a world of hurt sure yeah can it's uh so um uh, the good lady that has that competitive wife, I think, was a little bit like, oh, really? Do we need another thing? I was like, don't worry, love. I've got these old storage boxes that used to keep my Dice Masters cards in. We can put them in there for now. For now. For now. Yeah, for now. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so the birthday bash, and then some uh, some non-Dice Masters-y stuff, really, in my, for my week, yeah. yeah. Um, not, a great, not much stuff coming up down the pipeline. Been down the FLGS much? <laughs> No, so not, been away, yeah, but it's uh, I've been away, yeah, so I've missed two two weeks in a row. But I definitely plan on being down there next week. Yeah, planned on being there this week actually, but we just the journey home from Wales was just just took too long. Oh. Like one single, I've never known a, a, an area of of the country that was so desperately in need of dual carriageways. <laughs> just a second lane would solve all their problems out there all their traffic problems so there you go folks ministry of apex ministry of pokemon and now ministry of traffic updates <laughs> the ministry of motorways <clears throat> well there probably is actually a ministry of motorways oh the ministry of transport it'll be right yeah well, well I'll, an actual government official <clears throat> body yeah i'll drop lizzie an email back and say look we better take that over we can basically run everything transport related motorway related just from a podcast i'm sure she'll be up for it yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'll tell you one other thing I've been doing. I've just been keeping up to date with some of the YouTube content that's been going out there. So our, our man Reg, he's, he's posted some stuff lately that's um, been really good. Uh, James over at Dice Masters with James and Zach has posted quite a few vids lately as well. They've been pretty good. His showdown with Spugs, particularly uh, particularly good one. And the two-team takedown stuff that's been out there too. Uh, oh, and while I'm on the subject, congratulations to Jesco. Yeah, yeah. For he he took the top spot in the two team takedown. In fact, from what I understand, he played his very last game, um, his very last game, his winning game on the two team takedown on the day of the birthday bash, and then just rolled straight into the birthday bash. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so he had an epic marathon master session. Yeah, Mr. Fish. Uh, I beat him though on the day of the birthday bash. You did? Yeah, he beat me. I beat you. No, no, we didn't play. He beat me. Did we not play? Oh, we did, but. Not in the birthday bash. We practiced our teams, didn't we? That's oh, yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. we... I think you beat me then as well. Yeah. That's the video that we still haven't released. Oh, uh, yeah. So, must apologise for that, folks, actually. the So, the live stream, we will get our, get our 
act together and get back on that um, soon enough. Um, I've got the video content of the couple of games that we played the weeks we planned on streaming and then couldn't. And then obviously we couldn't stream this week because I was away on my Ollie Bobs. Um, but we'll we'll figure something out soon. We're, we're just being played by technical issues. I can't get the videos up on YouTube because of like new problems with memory size and how big the vids are and stupid stupid things that should be easy but they're not so uh, we'll get those out so at least you're getting some video content from us if you're interested to see um the warm-up games that we had with our single affiliation teams and then i tried a spider family one out as well didn't i Um, yeah that was quite a cool team as well wasn't it yeah that was nice i just didn't feel quite i felt more comfortable with the so for both teams, the Bat Family and the Spider Family team are plagued by high fielding costs. What tipped the decision for me in the end was Commissioner Gordon on the Bat Family Kiddish. team. Yeah, because the Spider Family team, I was just kind of struggling with my ramp to get it together, you know. Yeah. Um, so even though I liked the combos and the win conditions and the way it was set up, and it's a strong team, and I'll get that video out so people can see what I'm talking about. The, yeah, the Bat Family the thing, but it turned out on the day the Bat Family team was really slow to get together. Yeah, we didn't do too bad. No, no, for sure. I'm just saying uh, I'd like the pace to have been a bit faster. Yeah, I got a bye on the birthday bash. Oh, yeah? Yeah, all counted to one of my wins. <laughs> oh, very good, very good, yeah. Uh, and that's about it, really. That's all that's going on. Worlds is taking place, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll just reiterate to everybody how jealous we are. We are indeed. I'm so jealous of the draft, the prototype draft. Yeah, some, that's of, some awesome. of the cards, one of which we spoiled, <coughs> you check that out at the BritRoller6.com blog. Uh, they just look wicked. It's like, why are these prototype cards better than some of the cards you've produced in the past? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> so good. That Wong is wicked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't wait to see. Uh, please do you know, get pics and share them with us all. Uh, if anyone wants a platform to put news and information out, then send me a, me- a note. I'll, I'll gladly uh, back you up. Uh, we will have, we've, we've arranged for some man on the ground reportage to take place. So in our next episode, we'll have some world's coverage for y'all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we've lined all that up. Uh, but yeah, world's is taking place. So I expect there'll be lots of news and information. Jimmy certainly told us when he was on last talking about Worlds, uh, mentioned that they're kind of treating it as the second big spoiler event of the year. So the fan appreciation event will have some great stuff uh, coming through. And then we've got Ross over at the Weekly Dice Arena and uh, Steve over at DMM Arda. Um, we're going to be streaming events live throughout so uh, make sure you keep an eye on their channels for updates and whatnot i'll be around i've cleared the deck so that i can keep half an eye on what's going on i'll be particularly tuning in on the saturday for the the actual modern constructed worlds championship you know yeah, yeah, very exciting stuff. So, um, yeah, t- please do come along and tune into our next episode for our man on the ground reporting. But in the meantime, keep an eye out for stuff going on. And I'll I'll reiterate. I say it later in the episode. I'll say it here now. I've said it on Discord. I really want those um, animated series X Men cards. I will pay your entry fee to the drafts for you to play maybe four or five. I'll give you the 40, 50 bucks. PayPal it to you. I'll pay your entry fee on the, on the grounds that you win, of course, and get me the, the cards. Which actually, the more I say it, the more I realise that I'm not really offering a particularly attractive prospect there. Well, they get the cards from the drafts, surely. Oh, yeah, sure. 
Yeah, there you go. So you can keep the draft cards. I just want the, the X-Men prize. If it's the prototype draft, that's going to be some good cards. Yeah, I don't think I think they are. You know, the fact that you get to keep your cards is considered the prizing itself at that. How is it? Yeah, uh, but I still love the X Men cartoon when I was a kid. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've noticed, my man, that my X Men lore. I know a lot about the X Men. I've read read X Men comics since the 90s, and the reason I got into it was because of that cartoon. Yeah, your heartstrings suitably pulled, listeners. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. Somewhere. You are. Yeah. Do you want to do like a little 30 second pitch? Like a dragon's den. <laughs> As to what the reasons why people. My name is Chris, I really like comic books. Can you get me some cards, please? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've just done it for me. The podcast, the podcast may just grind to a halt and end. <laughs> I want fifty pounds for five percent of your draft. <laughs> <laughs> right, we better kingpin this. We talk about what uh, what's coming up in the episode, then, Mama. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What's going on this week? Sorry, this episode. Um. What have we got? Oh, yeah, so speaking of uh, worlds, we've got a segment coming up where we're talking about formats. We had a bit of listener correspondence asking us a bit about formats, specifically uh, Golden Escalation. (laughs) So we've got uh, a segment there where we have a little bit of conversation about the formats, pros and cons, what we like about particular formats, what we don't, and we sort of use the upcoming worlds events um, as our kind of main source inspiration as to which ones to talk about uh, and then a uh, very exciting episode we've got our next contestant on the ministry of dice is the bar how exciting yeah very exciting indeed so um please stick around for that one it's a good one uh, and that's it this week isn't it we got anything else no no there's just those two segments just Should those two segments more yeah. than enough yeah more than enough to orally pleasure your ear holes so uh without further ado let's get cracking on shall we is there anything else no, no, let's get on with the show. All right, yeah, on to the next segment then. Yes, welcome back, folks. And Andy, yes, this, um, this segment now, we, we've we've had a bit of correspondence from a listener. Actual correspondence. Actual correspondence. Yes, uh, the envelope arrived at Brit Roller Six Towers with a, a legitimate, genuine question that we were asked to address. No way. Yes way. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, I I mean, generally, we tend to just get stuff like notes of congratulations from the queen yeah yeah but this time was a was a legitimate inquiry so shall i shall i read it out for the, for the listeners yes yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. so this comes from uh well uh, first things first the gentleman who has sent it to me well i don't even know if it's a gentleman i think the name's brill or Brile. so if you can get in touch and clear that up for me that'd be great that'd be brill that'd be brill yeah we're gonna go with brill because i think that sounds kind of positive brill. sounds brill yeah, yeah sounds brill uh, but Brill writes, greetings from Vancouver, Canada. I've been listening to the highly entertaining Ministry of Dice podcast. Is that highly entertaining? Highly entertaining, that's what he said, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait till you, this next bit. True Mr. Six regularly expresses his distaste for the global escalation format on it. He it feels... Does. He does, yeah. Can you believe that? Not only does he think we're highly entertaining, he actually listens to what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? Awful him. Well, he's... he's Possibly the only one. Uh, was it? Yeah. And then he goes on to say he feels the official ban list is not strict enough and that there are still too many broken cards available for use. I could have sworn I heard the podcast mention the existence of an alternative ban list for global escalation. Not clear on the details. Uh, he, t- he mentions then that CR Game Room, maybe I was talking about, or perhaps mentioned them around that time. Uh, I don't. Did I say that sometime? 
Oh, I don't listen to what you say, sorry. Yeah, but then he goes on to say, I'd be curious to hear more about how you feel about these formats uh, compared to what's official. Uh, thanks for helping keeping the Dice Master spirit alive. From Brill, stroke Brow. So, Thank you very much for, yes. for taking the time. Absolutely, thank you for taking the time. And just because you did take the time, we are now going to talk about Dice Masters formats. For a whole segment. For a whole segment, absolutely right. Yeah, just for you, Brill, stroke Brow. So, we, should we get the global escalation out of the way that he's specifically asking about? Yeah, the best yeah. format. Well, for, well so, uh, I think, just to answer the question about alternative ban lists, I think, uh, again, I don't remember, so much stuff comes that spews out my mouth, I don't necessarily know what I say when I say it, but I'm pretty sure what I may have been referring to was that prior to the official ban list, including the US Nationals teams from 2018, a number of events took place that were global escalation where we just informally added them on our, for ourselves, kind of in anticipation, knowing that they were going to be added on. Right. So I think that might have been what I was talking about. So the guys over at CR Game Room will correct me if I'm wrong, and they'll take great pleasure in doing so. But I think maybe they had a global escalation format event that they then um, they just added in Arge and Lucan's teams onto the list, even though at that point they hadn't formally been added onto the list. Was that the Invitational that we played in? Was the Invitational Global Escalation? It was. Oh, it must have been, yeah, because that's... Oh, uh, beholder. <laughs> yeah, that's when I got battered by the spam boy, innit? Yeah. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Um, so, yeah. so just to address that kind of alternative format so I think that's probably what I was referring to I, I would suspect but we have chunnered on about quite a few different formats in our time so um, hopefully that clears it up but yeah it's down to the distaste for global escalation well you love it and I hate it yeah it's a weird one isn't it it is a little bit marmite <laughs> um, I mean the th- things you could do I mean you could the, the alternative is to make it escalation and just ban all the cards, even ones with globals on. Yeah, I mean... That would be the next step up, wouldn't it? Yeah, although I think, you know, if we were talking about the reasons I don't like it and the reasons you do like it, one of the things uh, that is consistently still going on in Global Escalation, I think there's a number of people in the community who kind of feel the same way as I do about this, is that with your PXG globals, your Cree Captain globals, your Blue Eyes White Dragon globals, your Rip Hunters Chalkboard globals, all still maintaining a strong presence in Global Escalation, the third turn rush will never go away from the format. And I'm not into kind of third turn rush, one turn kills, you know, turn three kill type stuff. And so I believe that you need to take those cards with globals onto the ban list in, a, in order to encourage the wider unlimited format that I think it was designed to do. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, though, I think the reason you like it is because you really enjoy that, you know, that buzz of getting your, your little global combination together to grab your beat stick and go you know, all in. Yeah, there's a nostalgia element of being able to use PXG, which was a massive part of the competitive Dice Masters kind of games that we played before it was rotated out. Yeah. Uh, so things like PXG, Rip Hunter, uh, Blue Eyes. Yeah. Uh, what's the the fiendish fighter? Um, Doom Caliber Knight. Doom Caliber Knight. All those things. It's it's it's. Globals change the whole mechanics of how the game works, and both players get them. So uh, it's nice to play around with them again. And then when you lose them, and you can't, you know, rip in a six cost to throw down 
your opponent's face next turn. Um, yeah, it's nice <laughs> to be able to do that again. So I like it. I think it's good. And, and especially the modern meta, I'm not sure if it's very turn three. They've worked quite hard to kind of drag it out to be a proper game, which it will benefit to WizKids for doing it. Uh, but it's nice to have that alternative kind of, this is broken AF and um, <laughs> yeah, have fun with it but yeah we're going to take away the the elements that would just constantly be used like if you play golden it's just barred you anti filth so taking away those massive big sticks but still leaving a broad choice of cards and globals is, is cool i like it yeah sure but i mean talking about those beat sticks i don't think there it there is a the broad range of beat sticks to fill that slot is still too wide, I believe. So you've got all your all your all your global power, and I think also talking about you mentioned about the modern meta, the new globals that have subsequently come along that have kind of piled in on top have just made it even worse, in my opinion. You know, so we've now got Clayface and a Cree Captain global to, to chuck into the mix on top of yeah and blue eyes i was playing a global escalation game the other night against someone and they were using the the when fielded beholder you know the one that kicks off two globals yeah and we're firing off blue eyes and cree captain to buy their six cost for one that's amazing yeah is it amazing (laughs) is it amazing i i feel it should be harder work that you should earn your six cost a little bit more yeah, but you're giving the the same tools to your opponent, so it's uh, you know it's, it's it's always with globals, it's always an, an even playing field. Yeah, sure. But I, I think really, mainly, I'm just salty about it because it it entirely eliminates the opportunity for me to play my silly wombo combo stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, yeah, we'll see what happens at Worlds this year because there is a golden escalation. Is it golden escalation or global? Es- golden isn't it golden escalation no, it's well, global it, escalation it's it? golden escalation now <laughs> yeah let's, let's rename that golden escalation uh tournament so it'll be interesting to see what teams come out of that will they all be samey wamey or will they uh, be different there's a pile of cards to go into the mix since yeah i think the cr game room tournament that was a while ago at some point um because we've had a few sets come out since and certainly the ones that have just come out at that time, we've got used to and are more accustomed to what the cards do. So uh, be interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting. I'd be, I'd be very interested to see if um, the new X-Men stuff particularly has a nice deeper synergy with the very early X-Men stuff. You know, yeah. specifically Hope. Yeah, I would uh, be surprised if someone's not rocking some weird Hope. Yeah, I also think... I also think that the stuff right at the top end of Global Escalation, um, which could be argued, I suppose, is your Beholder and your Ultraman lists, are they've got their knees taken right out from underneath them by this, the actual the actual game text on Static Field. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. So it will be, will be very interesting to see and whether these subsequent sets have kind of are going to widen the top of that mountain for Global Escalation. You know. Uh, also, I must admit, just as a little side note, one of the things with Global Escalation, I think that I have a bit of a distaste for, is that it only includes the US Nationals teams. Yeah, I mean, I get their reason why. Is there's got to be a limit somewhere. Yeah. And it is arguably the the bigger of the events that uh, are done on a Nationals level. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but that's just a little side note there. Yeah. So I think if you're a wombo combo direct damagey type like me. 
global escalation is never going to sit right with you because because of the those globals remaining in the game just give you that run. I tell you what else as well actually we're spending a lot of time on global escalation here, but um, a lot of your key counters to the popular sort of global escalation rushy kind of cards have been eliminated by the ban list because they don't have globals on them. Yeah. So I think that there's like a balance. So it'd be interesting to see whether, you know, like a Polaris, for example, who's come out of the X-Men set, whether she'll put enough of a, a, a drag, you know, a little bit of, uh, a bit of air resistance on that crazy global usage. Time will tell. Time will tell indeed. But you mentioned there about worlds. So there's, there's lots of other formats going on at worlds. Um, 10 in 10, 10 yes. of 10, 10 by 10. 10 by 10. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that's taking place. Yeah, you're not a fan. I don't think I'm much of a fan. No, I, I remember I was listening to the Rolling Thunder special and uh, I was saying that he decided to swap out a card and then spent the next hour <laughs> yeah, yeah. backtracking back, back to work out how he could do it. Um, and I don't think the extra sets have helped that much because um, there's not that many. And it's, yeah, it's it's a team build. If you like tinkering with teams and and constantly changing in and out cards and trying to work out how they use use them together and and having a, a massive restriction on doing that, then I can imagine that it's a it's a dream for you. But it's probably more enjoyable building a team than it is playing with it. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose I get what you're saying, but I suppose we could argue that I am that guy. I like to sort of I pin myself onto a card that I that I love, and I just continue to. You know, every time a new set comes out, can I do something new with the team around this and come back to it and tinker with it and tinker with it? But even then, 10 in 10 didn't really appeal to me greatly because as, as that example from Arge illustrates, just that one card movement can send the whole balance. Oh, actually, do you know what? We should point out, if there's anyone listening who doesn't know what 10 in 10 is... Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a, it's a modern constructed format, but each card on your team must be from a different set from from the modern sets um so yeah it's called 10 in 10 because you have 10 different different cards from different sets yeah yeah i think team packs accounts as separate sets as well uh yeah they do but uh, that's what that's where a lot of the challenge comes from i think because in the more in in the campaign box and team pack setup there was like cards would synergy with each other yeah and so, oh, well, actually, you know, to be fair, in your gravity feed sets, it would happen because it would be designed for drafting, wouldn't it? So your little two-card combo that sits together really well, you'd be like, oh, God, they're both in the same set. <laughs> <laughs> so then you start, so you can, it's harder to sort of say, well, I've got my win condition here that I want to try and make a team out of, but I can't support it as as well as I want to. So you kind of, I like the idea of sort of dusting off a card that's sort of the B-grade version of supporting it. But if you play it and it doesn't quite work while you're testing it at that point, then you're just like, oh, this is a mission. And you, it's not easy to, um, it's not easy to tinker around on your sidekick app or, you know, while you're on Dice Coalition, is it? You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. Here's a question. Then. Do you think 10 in 10 would be better if it was golden? Oh wow! Uh, well, it would certainly widen the card pool. Yeah, it would. It would factor in so you'd be able to have more combos because you could have cards from Justice, the two team packs, Batman, Justice League. So those kind of little combos you could have, like a Justice League combo. I'm thinking of that 
Green Lantern where you attack with other Justice League characters, but yeah. um, you know, and then your Hope Summers with the X Men, uh, so things like that you could still have, but it would still be massively restricted. Yeah, I mean, um, it'd be an interesting experiment for sure. I wonder if it would open up the card pool too much then, and it'd be too easy to find alternatives. Mm. Maybe we should try that. Yeah, maybe we should, yeah. I mean, I'm just speculating, but I wonder if that would open up. So, like, uh, my head immediately went to, uh, I want to use... Uh, so, sorry, I'm, I've just been distracted by Troy's message then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hear more uh, from Troy later this episode. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's why he's messaging us, in fact. Um, so, oh, I've lost my train of thought. I was thinking about, like, you know, if I want a piece of removal in, in the current 10 in 10, you might go, like, for a blanking strategy with Shriek. Your plan B with Shriek, well, that is only KO mechanics, really. You haven't got any other blankers. But then, if you open up, it's easy to then go, right, well, I can still grab a dwarf wizard. <laughs> you know, I can still... Yeah. Get... Well, maybe we should give it a try. Maybe it's a future video we can pop on the YouTube channel. What a good idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a look at that one then. Yeah. Thank you, Brill. Yeah, so there's 10 in 10 and Global Escalation. Um, the uh, to, uh, to use Worlds as our inspiration for some more of the, the chat on this segment, they've got the pauper format as well, which is uh, an interesting one. What's that again? Uh, so that's the uh, where it's all commons uh, and basic action cards from the Gravity Feed or Draft Pack modern sets. Right, so it's a little like, bit like a little cut. Yeah, it's kind of like Little Cup, but they've not they've taken all the stars star cards out. Stuff. Yeah, cool. So Little Cup was all commons and starter sets, uh, and that was that was from before Team yeah. Packs. Yeah, I think so. It? Yeah, I think the idea. I mean, Little Cup was a piece of terminology that the I want to say the prep area guys used to use. It was um, RJ Retro. Oh yeah, where is that guy? I used to love his voice. Um, but the, 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 conceptually, the idea was there. Can you make teams on a budget? So can yeah. you make teams out of? Uh, and so I think their rule was anything that had the grey bar on it. Yeah. Whereas in the pauper, they've kind of changed that slightly. Certainly for worlds. I mean, there's people who can still play that variation of little cutthroat pauper. But for for worlds specifically, they've taken all the. I suppose the idea is that you, then you don't get all the campaign box and team pack cards that have all got the kind of common status yeah. as it were um so but it's, it's definitely a fun format to play with in the wider context i'm not sure about um the li- i mean it's guardians thor x-men batman and tomb of annihilation tomb yeah so you know that's that feels maybe a little too tight we've definitely done it down element games had a good time with poor performance um, or the Little Cup format. But there was a, a dice fight, a Thursday night dice fight, organised by James from over at Dice Masters with James and Zap. Hello! Hello, Aquaman. Um, which I think, I don't know, I think people found it a little bit kind of like, oh, everyone's sort of playing around with the same win conditions, everybody's sort of playing around with the same ramp options, you know. Um, I mean, don't quote me on that. Someone might come out of the woodwork and say, well, it wasn't really like that, Chris. But I got that sense from some of the Discord chat before the event took place. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but certainly if you're you know, in a position where 
perhaps you're just getting started out or you and your little, your little group of playmates are just getting started out, you could play a poor format and just throw in the starter sets because then you know everyone can just kind of walk into a shop and grab a couple off the off the shelf. Yeah. Um, or you can get some bundles of commons from some of us more seasoned players, you know. Yeah. So that's an interesting format. What else? I mean, uh, you got your drafting, of course, but I don't think now's the time to dive into drafting. No, what other different format? You've done loads of formats. Yeah, I mean, we've done tons of stuff down at Element There's Games. There's all quirky ones like dice colours and yeah. names that match your birthday and things like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, you know, um, we, we just do whatever we can do to, to mix it up. So I think you've passed comment on this before. Is It just increases the amount of investment that as a play group we have because if you spent the time kind of working on your team through the week, the likelihood of you dragging your ass out of the house and <laughs> driving down to the game store of an evening uh, yeah. takes place. And we're big fans and have always big, been been big fans in my play group of uh, you know what there's a card here it's a good win condition it's not top tier win condition so we need a format that's going to give it an opportunity to at least have a fighting chance you know so you can dust it off get it out the binder and it has more of a life than just kind of you know, sitting on a shelf yeah nice. um, oh go on no I was just I was just saying nice very nice yeah yeah, so yeah, we've we've tried a few things out. So we've done ladies' nights, translucent dice. We did plants and animals. So all your cards had to be plants and animals. A rank or a title. So you could only use cards that were Mister, Mrs, Miss, Madam, Lord, King, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just stupid things like that. Yeah, single affiliation is um, is is definitely better than it was say a year or two ago. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it it, it was um, the the popular, the strongest affiliations were very small, and now that it's kind of widened up a bit. Yeah, you got Justice League villains, X Men. They've all got an abundance of cards. Yeah, Avengers have got loads. Uh, I can't even think of it. Of anymore, so yeah, so Agents of Shield, obviously massively overpowered. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, that's quite quite the affiliation yeah yeah and i think there's un- unmined potential there you've got to be careful I, mean, I think it's still if you if you don't restrict it or um set your stall out with it your single affiliation event is just going to be villains versus x-men all day long you know yeah so what we like to do is say right if you're playing villain teams they have to be separated down the ips you can play all marvel villains and you can play all dc villains or all turtles villains you know to try and promote a bit of creativity in that the x-men i think is still i think you just have to set your stall out and say look we're trying to play a casual fun event if you want to be that guy who you know rocks up with a boom boom a jubilee with your pxg your board clear cyclops your pyota rasputin at a casual event then i suppose there's no there's no stopping you is there <laughs> um so but i love i think single affiliation is the way the game should be played and anyone who regularly reads the blog will will be able to see and identify that one of the things I hone in on straight away when we see spoilers or new release information is like ah look there's more more of this affiliation there well there's an opportunity for more of this affiliation and it'd be great to see their ranks grow and the reason I write about that a lot is because I think that's the you know that's the format that's the way what would it be like if the Avengers fell through a portal and ended up having a fight with Minsk and Boo. You know, that's what it should be, yeah. isn't it? You know. Thematic. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 
there you go. Anyway, I rambled on about that. But single affiliation is but hands down my favourite. Cool. Yeah. What about you? What's your favourite? Just to round us off. What's my favourite? Mm. Ooh. That's hard, isn't it? I do like single affiliation. I need to faff around with some more teams. Mm. I like golden escalation for the sheer beat stickiness of it. Um quite like modern modern constructed. Yeah, just a good old fashioned here's your restricted list, off you go. Yeah, yeah. Well but you've got you've got a fair whack of cars to play with. Um some of the older stuff's gone, so you still you're still looking through, reading the cards, going, "Oh yeah, that one." Um, yeah, yeah, they'll go for a bit of modern construction. Not that we've played any for ages, but no, that's true. That's true. But uh, let's not even start. Um, all right. Well, okay. Um, so, Brill Stroke Brile, please do get in touch. Let me know how how you pronounce that. But uh, hopefully that will that's expanded on my distaste of global escalation a little bit for you and giving you perhaps some view of what these alternative ban lists were that I was talking about. Um, and then we expanded on that by talking about all the other different kind of type of uh, restrictions. Um, and uh, for those going to Worlds, yeah, once again, just real jealousy. You get a chance to play all those different yeah. formats, loads of all those formats. We didn't even talk about that. Super exciting. Yeah prototype draft send us some cards if you've got any spares all right we'll wrap that one up there so get in touch guys let us know uh, what your favorite format is anything interesting you play down at your local what are your thoughts on global escalation uh, you know how to get into it you know where to find us let us know yes welcome back folks and have we got yet another treat for you it's our next contestant on the ministry of dice is the bar i'd like you all to welcome troy otherwise known as yort online member of the dice coalition and i think generally referenced as the online guru uh yeah uh, well the person who you go to to complain about online things yep yeah absolutely <laughs> welcome troy Here he is. Yes, very good. Um, hello, hello, hello. Hello. Thank you very much for taking the time out today. So, every, like many of our US guests, Troy has sacrificed a lunch break or something or other to be able to fit this in with us based on ridiculous time zone things. Um, but I, I'd say that you are the uh, generally considered the online guru, Troy, because uh, you've been a big proponent, a big driving force behind promoting and encouraging people to take their game onto the Google Hangouts and Skypes of the world and start interacting. You know, if you can't get a game locally, we we can sort you out, kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would. It's not so much a guru as an expert, as in, uh, you know, facilitator and champion and person who tries to lower the barrier of entry for for people that are somewhat new to the idea and uh, maybe a little bit intimidated and and encourage them to you know give it a try. It's not that you know it's not as weird as it sounds. Uh, <laughs> just try it out and you know. Not as weird as, as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not going to get some weird random dude. Well, it is kind of a unique uh, situation with you know most other games. There's there's the physical form like Magic or Pokemon, and then you have the online form, which is a completely digital version of it. Yeah. You've got digital cards, and it's in an app and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> sure. And when we say online gaming, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking. We still want to roll the physical dice. That's mm why a lot of us play the game in the first place. We like rolling scads and scads of dice. Um, so it's, it, it takes a minute for people to uh, shift their paradigm to, oh, I got, I'm actually going to be, well, my hands are going to be on a camera, and I'm going to physically be doing the game just with somebody from 
Slovakia. Yeah, absolutely. And having conversation, that's, um, you know, uh, I must admit one of the... Well, first thing I'll point out there is to back Troy up, the barrier of entry is very, very low. Me and Andy are both testimony to that. If, yeah. we, if we can both get ourselves online for a game, then anybody can. Um, but then also that kind of that, is it a bit weird? Actually, the bit I particularly enjoy is the fact that you're having a live there and then conversation. It's not like done by some IM or using a set of canned responses that are programmed into the app that you can fire at someone like in Hearthstone or, like say, Pokemon. And you can actually have a chat with someone from the other side of the planet and enjoy yeah. experience and so absolutely yeah. I, I don't I, i've played some of those and I, I tend to lose interest after a while just because playing against a you know faceless name out there is you, you know even though the game is the same and the same challenge it just doesn't it it's not as exciting for me but playing with actual people and getting to know them and and you know like i've never met either of you but if i saw you know andy at worlds for example it would just be totally natural to sit down and have a lunch or something because we've talked before and we've yeah. played before and, you know, we can reminisce about, uh, you know, bad roles and, and, like, and, and parallax <laughs> and, and bad choices and all that sort of stuff. So, but I mean, I've, I've actually done that too. I mean, I've, while I've been traveling in the States, you know, I've, uh, I've met up with people whom I've met online and we've gotten together and played in person and it's, it's been a, a great community just to, to expand. We have a great local community here in Minnesota as well, but it just, it definitely expands the pool of, of people and variety and skill levels and perspectives and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we entirely agree. And we, we, we fully support the mission there. Absolutely. So Troy, uh, just to kind of go under the skin of that a little bit more. So what was it that sort of drove you to feel like you wanted to promote that as much as you do? Uh, I, I think it's mainly uh, the two things I would say. One is that, you know, we, we all know that there have been some challenges with getting the, the game to the level of something like Pokemon or magic, even, even those, I mean, magic obviously is, is the big, Thing. But my kids just went to a Pokemon event here at one of the biggest game stores around last night, and there were only six people, and four of them were were our group that, that went. You know, so it, it's just it can be tough to get critical mass. Mm. Uh, you know, in in a local area on a regular basis, you can you know you can do it every month or every two weeks or something like that. But it's it's very tough. And we've been very fortunate here to have a store that has done it regularly, like every week or every two weeks for the past few years. So we do have, you know, a, a decent local group, but that still requires going out and driving and, you know, figuring out either to take the kids or to give the kids to the wife or whatever. Uh, the, the biggest thing for online gaming for me is I can do it at home when the kids go to bed. Yeah. And so, you know, the wife can go out and do, you know, core power yoga or whatever she wants and sure. i can just sit at the table while the kids are, are snoozing and uh and play a game for an hour or two yeah uh, yeah and, and then it, you could liken the experience then to i don't know getting together with a couple of mates on a first person shooter on your console couldn't you it's, it's it's no different than that really yeah i actually started doing it with the local guys we did a, a legacy league locally here just because we wanted to do the legacy league but that requires you know sort of regular attendance and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And it was just hard for people to make it every week. And so we're like, well, let's try, try doing it online. That way you've got the whole week to, you know, try to match it up or, or whatever. And not that many people from my local, I think I'm, 
kind of the only one that really does it uh, in the broader sense, but it, it kind of showed me that it's not that hard and it's doable. And so I joined in with, you know, I, I think Cookus was already doing it at that point and there were a couple other people and mm-hmm. we, we were just kind of too stupid to know we couldn't do it. And we just said, let's do it. And other people jumped in and it's been growing ever since. And other people have jumped on like Ross just, you know, started the, the weekly dice arena yeah. out of the blue about a year or so ago. And that's been building up. Now we got two of them with James's and the, the Canadians put their team of the month online. So it, yeah, it's just been, it's been really good. Yeah. So I suppose really it's all about that, you know, whatever your family circumstances, whatever your working life, the, the online way of playing just eliminates all the practical logistical rubbish that gets in the way. Cause you can just sit at your table at your convenience there's enough events going on through a week you can get involved yeah it's one of the biggest strengths i think of the two-team takedown from the cr game room folks is that you know they they set up the match for the week and then you've got the entire week to coordinate some time to play with your opponent and so when you've got that whole week you know odds are you and somebody else can find two hours somewhere in there you know to play sometimes sometimes if you know we're playing one of you guys it might be a little earlier or later than normally but it almost always works out so yeah but that that's a great point to touch on too really is that one of the things that might put people off online play is the t- the time zone challenge but it's actually i suppose not that hard to get around is it really yeah it's, i mean the times that i've had to do it it mainly just means either staying up just a little bit later than normal or getting up just a little bit earlier than normal yeah uh you know the the biggest one was probably playing uh people in australia that's that's a little bit <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a stretch sometimes but europe is only six seven hours different so it's not it's not horrible no absolutely yeah i played australia i'm playing you yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're playing me tomorrow some, i'm playing you yesterday yeah <laughs> they got some really nice dice mats down there yeah they do those guys definitely know how to throw a dice mat together um although i'm not i've not seen they they've not been floating around as much lately i don't think yeah it's hard for them to get product these days i tried i, I traded mm. with a, a guy aiden in uh, australia once and worked it out for him to send me the the cards but also send me some australian chocolates because my wife and i uh, went on our honeymoon there i thought oh, i'm gonna surprise my wife with uh, australian chocolates uh they didn't travel well they did. <laughs> did they get through your very strict u.s customs they did but instead of getting a dozen differently flavored truffles we kind of got one big multi-flavored truffle <laughs> 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 I tell you why I, I asked that because um, I said to Ben some time ago when he went out to Canada that uh, I'll send him some some crumpets and some bovril and and some uh, marmite, you know, UK things to so we could have a little reminder at home in a care package out out in the Great White North there. And then I started looking into the sending of food. And the U.S. and North America, U.S. and Canada have got really strict rules about food in the post. Well, there's probably some reason for it because uh, our, the, the chocolate did not travel well. I was very, I was very <laughs> happy that he sleeved and protected the cards properly. Otherwise, my, uh, <laughs> my super rare multiple man would have been super rare chocolate man. A bit chocolatey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, so thank you very much for all that chatter, folks. Um, we, we would highly encourage you to get involved 
in online play. So, uh, Troy, if people wanted to know more or understand more about playing online, where would they go? Uh, easiest place to start is probably the Dice Coalition website. It's got an online play uh, section there, and that at least can point you to other resources like uh, uh, there's videos of Did Show How to Play Online, there's uh, sample teams, there's links to the Discord page, you know, all that sort of stuff is is accessible from there, so it's a, it's a good starting point. Very good, excellent. Right, well, that, that was all good stuff and all that, but there is actually a, a reason we're all here together today. A, a challenge, a gauntlet, if you will, one that many have faced. Some have come out okay, some have come out scathed, really scathed. And it's your turn now, Troy, to face the Ministry of Dices of the Bar. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, lovely. So I'm going to hand you over to my, my lovely assistant here, Mr. England. Assistant. His, his, assistant. Yeah. Well, I was just saying that because, you know, like, it's a game show. Like, uh, Am I like the Debbie McGee to you, Paul Daniels? You most certainly are, darling. Cool. Let's put a theme tune in about now. Uh, no, it doesn't feel right. Hang on. Yeah, about now. Hold on, hold on. No, no. About now. Well, now? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, and this is why I have you on 1.3. <laughs> right, we'll put it in now. There you go. Okay, welcome to the bar. Uh, the bar, if you have not heard this before, it's uh, two minutes of quick fire questions. Uh, Troy has chosen his specialist subject, which is brave and is common <laughs> cards. So there's quite a large card pool to select from. I think probably the largest card pool that I've had to put questions together for. I have tried to keep it to more well-known common cards to give you a fighting chance because um, there was the opportunity to go very obscure, uh, which um, would have been a bit mean. Uh, so, Chris, are you ready with the timer? Yes. And the pen and paper. I have the stopwatch. I've got my pen and paper for tallying off. Uh, Troy, I'll give you a shout at one minute, 30 seconds, and 10 seconds left. Sounds great. Excellent. Okay, Andy, you ready? I'm ready. Troy, you ready? Ready. On your marks, gents. Get set. And go. Common Aquaman from the Justice League set does what to other Justice League characters? Reduces their purchase cost by one. Perfect. Bane from World's Finest has a global on his common card. Pay co- uh, what is the cost? Uh, pay Fist to do what? Uh, force somebody to attack. Perfect. Uh, common Batarang from the Batman set does three damage to what type of character? Villain. Correct. Common Beast Boy from War of Light gets what for every fist in your reserve pool? Uh, plus three attack and defense. Oh, closest plus two attack and plus two defense. Yeah. Common Beholder from Fair and Under Siege is a wicked card. What do you get when he is fielded? Two free globals. Correct. Common Bizarro from World's Finest deals two damage to each character die with what? Uh, global ability. Correct. One of my favorite cards from the Civil War set is Common Black Widow that can block any number of characters with a zero fielding cost. What is the subtitle of this card? Uh, Mistress something or other. One minute. Close, Mistress of Pain. Another awesome common card is Boom Boom from the X-Men First Class. What is the subtitle of this card? Uh, Time Bomb. 
Correct. Common Breaker, the magical warrior from Yu-Gi-Oh! was a well-used car, ca- card a couple of years ago. Uh, when he's summoned, where do you use an action die? Where do you move an action die to? The use pile. Correct. Another well-used common card from a couple of years ago is Cheetah Curse Archaeologist. What is her purchase cost? Three. Correct. 30 seconds. Common ca- Commissioner Gordon, good cop from the Batman set, is one I've played a lot with. Uh, what does he do for your non-villain character dies? Uh, reduces their fielding cost by two. Correct. Common Doctor Doom from AVX does what to all non-villain character ca- characters? Uh, reduces their attack by Ten one. Seconds. Or defense by one. Oh, can you repeat that? Uh, reduces attack and defense by one. Correct. Uh, one of the best cards in the game is Common Elf Thief. One. What is his time fielded ability? Uh, steal a mask from your opponent. Or, oh. I'm sorry, steal anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, use an opponent's energy. Yeah. I stumbled a bit, so I'm going to give you one more question, uh, which is Common Gambit from AVX was very cool and allowed you to draw and roll a dive when fielded. What was his subtitle? Uh, I'm just going to answer Common Kate Bishop. As <laughs> <laughs> Ace in the Hole, which could be an innuendo. We should keep, should, like, keep that one. <laughs> Well done. That's that. That sounded very good. Yeah, yeah. I definitely knew some of the answers to that one for a change. Uh, it was it was hard because like there's such a big card pool. I yeah, kind of yeah. zeroed in towards ones that like are more popular. So it was, in many ways a, a brave choice, but in other ways quite a clever choice. I, I was waiting for Common Kate Bishop to be uh, one of the questions, but uh, we're not we're not so predictable. <laughs> Would you like to know your score, Mr. Miller? Sure. Here we go then. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Very good. Strong showing. I'll uh, take respectable. Yeah, yeah. Three three incorrect answers. Uh, no passes, so there's nothing for us to, to revisit here now. Uh, many people say to us, Troy, that uh, that... Uh, it seems harder when you're in it, in the mix, doing it, than it does listening to it. Uh, yeah, I think it's it, like any quiz stuff. When you're actually doing it, you your brain, your your brain, <laughs> your brain stops working, and you don't always think of things. Where when you're listening to it, you can scream the answers and make yeah. some of the people getting wrong. Absolutely. So uh, I think that that puts you kind of largely with the rest of the crowd, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The average. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's higher end. Oh, is it? We've been a bit slack keeping the actual visual leaderboard up to date, so I can I can never remember who's got what. We should. <laughs> well, I could just I could just think that I'm above average because most people do. Yeah, sure. Roll with that. Yeah, yeah. Roll with that. That works for me. All right, Troy. Well, uh, we'll we'll wrap that one up there now. I'm watching the clock. We're gonna have to kingpin this bad boy. But thank you so very much for taking the time today to come along, have a chat with us uh, about Dice Masters, and have a crack at the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. Before we leave, any final words that you'd like to share with the listeners? Oh, thanks for giving me something to do while the network was down at work. Fair enough. You're more than welcome. We're here. You're welcome. Hey. Uh, Bro, okay then. Uh, We'll wrap that up there then. On to the next segment. Thanks a lot. And there it is, ladies and gents. As all things must, this episode has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed recording it. Again, I give these little gaps now, expecting you to... (laughs) I've done my bit. I've put you off. Just to run interference, yeah. Um, but yeah that was a great episode thanks again to Troy really enjoyed having him on and uh, while you guys got the 20 minute segment uh, we had we had a lovely little natter with him afterwards didn't we 
We did. What yeah. a lovely man. Yeah, he's a he's a top bloke, that Troy. Uh, AKA Yacht. Top AKA bloke. Parallax. <laughs> Parallax. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never let him live it down. I won't. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the first game of the Invitational, which would be on our YouTube channel, which is Andy versus Troy. And, uh, and watch it and, and, and see if you can see we've got a commentary on it as well there's a commentary video which would be much more interesting <laughs> yes. just, just just see that bit where he's won the whole game and then he parallaxes it slowly away <laughs> yeah he was very pleased that we went on uh, to do the additional commentary on that <laughs> yeah I can imagine <laughs> oh dear uh, yeah so thank you Troy pleasure to have you on uh, you, you may or may not hear some more of Troy during our world's coverage oh how exciting yeah may or may not so our man on the ground uh, is all set and ready to go to give us all the scoops of the week at the world's event um so you'll definitely want to come back for that uh right now even though we have obviously discussed what content our correspondent is preparing for us until the world's event actually takes place and it's recorded we don't know so at this stage, our next episode may entirely be world's focused, or it may be partially world's focused, and we'll we'll put some other stuff in around it. But we we certainly will. It might be a slightly longer episode to accommodate the live recording stuff, and then whatever chunnery and bollocks we want to say about the teams and such oh, like. Is that as a beat? Is bollocks a beat? <clears throat> no, nah, we'll keep that one in. It's alright. Oh, okay. As you say, or now you've said that, we might have to do a lot of filling. We might have to do a lot of filling. Yeah. What, because we don't get enough content? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some technical issues. You never know, mate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, hopefully, you know, if Ben goes on to win it, then we'll just invite him on and have a natter with him. He's always good for he's always good for a chat. Is that Ben? Yeah, he's not done Worlds yet, isn't he? He's not won the Worlds. No, no. This will be his first time competing in a Worlds event, isn't he? No, didn't he compete last time? No. Uh... Pax. Oh, I don't know. Let us know, Ben. Oh, no, I, I know. can't remember. Yeah, let us go. Let us know. Uh, I'll, check, I'll check his wiki. But he'll be the the only yeah. <laughs> he'll be the only British national over there, won't he? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll be going over. Oh, of course, I forgot. Yeah, um, I, would, I wouldn't miss it. I was trying to keep that. I was referring to the correspondent, trying to keep that. You know, keep yeah, that, hush, hush. that air of mystery about it. Yeah, you've just gone in. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it how it pans out. They always seem to have some kind of calamity. Uh, yeah, for sure. Let's see how you get on. Let's see how you, if you can get in the country. Yeah. You, got, yeah. you lined up somewhere getting in. Yeah, I can't say too much though. Of course. Yeah, no, no, I fully understand. Yeah. Fully understand. Yeah. Uh, the FBI will be listening in. <coughs> yeah, they do regularly listen. We know that from from previous experience. Homeland Security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be checking for you at the border. Um. So yeah, tune in. So the next episode is going to be all worlds focused, but um, what the full extent of that is going to look and feel like is to be seen so you'll have to come along and, and check that out certainly keep an eye on the britroller6.com blog um, I've got some articles that will be dropping where I'll just be talking about kind of some of uh, uh, what what I expect to see and what type of teams will be floating around and then uh, anything coming out leaking out um, spoiler wise or information wise or any pictures that get shared with us with regards to the preview draft i'll make sure that i get those out super fast i may even stay up again for the for the fan appreciation, fan appreciation event. event yeah so keep it brit roller six for all your dice masters news and info you know hashtag uh, catch the cookers 
Oh yeah, so we've got we're up to seventy two. Seventy three. Just checking out seventy three. Seventy three. Oh, very good. I will. I promise. I will knuckle down. Those those single affiliation videos will go up. So you'll have two two new pieces of content on the YouTube channel, <coughs> and then we'll get us get our asses in gear and sort out what's going on with the live streaming. If we reach hundred. Yeah. Oh, you said and, this. Yeah. yeah, and there's a way that we can work out how to see our subscribers. I will. I will do a raffle for a 2005 Eric Lang signed Professor X art recruiting our mutants. Oh my word! How about that? Well, that's uh, yeah. Can't say any fairer than that. Can't say any fairer than that. The lovely Frank Quietly artwork, which you're not a fan of. No, it looks like he's sucked a lemon. Yeah, that's what I'm giving it away. all right then boys and girls so uh onwards and upwards uh we'll see you in two weeks for episode 55 i've been chris aka true mr six and i've been andy aka parallax (laughs) ta-ta for now bye-bye people actually do that then yeah i i only ever listen to podcasts sped up yeah otherwise it takes forever yeah hang on let me check my podcast thingy now i I can tell you exactly what speed i go at that's just weird you guys guys talk for like an hour (laughs) high quality hours worth of uh podcasts i'm at one and a quarter on mine yeah gotta you gotta tap it up a little touch mate all right, I'm going to make an effort to talk a little bit slower. <laughs> well, it, at least at 1.3 speed, when you say that you're going to wrap up the episode in, in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, here we go. It's, clo- it's closer, you know. Here we go. Yeah, blah, blah, blah.